I was reminded of our first chat uh, the other day because I was looking uh, back on pictures um, of of you know of the quest, everything mm. we did uh, during that biggest search in fifty years, and the the fun, even in the pouring sideways rain. Yeah. And the thunder and all of the stuff and our ROV not working, <laughs> everything yeah. happening. Um, we couldn't even get the thermal drone in the air the first night, you know, nothing no, no. working, but still amazing, amazing fun. And just seeing you there, um, giving the speech, you know, mm-hmm. I was reminded of our, our first chat that we ever had. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. that Highlander, uh, yeah, yeah, back I remember and forth. That. Yeah. Because yeah. I watched yeah. it again the other day and I thought, yeah, the first film still stands up. It's amazing. And I thought, I'm going to go back to the second one now because maybe I was too harsh on the second movie. It was worse than I remember. <laughs> it's <laughs> worse than I remember. Terrible. It's, so I think I did this. I think we both did that. I, I think we both went away to watch the third one you can get away with. But the second one, I, I, I was thinking, oh, what are they doing? Like, what's going on? And you are right. The, the, you go into it again thinking, I'll give it another bash. Mm. And it's just, I, I didn't make it the whole way through. I thought, I can't really? watch this. I can't do yeah. it. Yeah, because you're thinking, really it's can. still Christopher Lambert. It's still Stephen yeah. Canary, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Ironside is also in it. Great actor, you know. Total recall. Ironside, man. Ironside. Born so ugly, he's ageless. You know, but the best voice on uh, the planet, though. Just, he's you know, Sam, like, yeah. to me, he's always Sam Fisher from the, the Splinter Cell computer games. I grew up with them. Okay. So whenever I hear him thinking, yes. And, yeah. of course, um, Starship Troopers. Yes. He's brilliant in that. I was oh, watching that the other day there, actually. I thought, that's not, that's aged beautifully, that film. Like, it's, it's, it's so cheesy, so over the top, but it's, it's just perfect cheese. It's perfect. I love it. I think there are some actors who are born to play one character, like the the police yeah. chief in um, the police chief in uh, Highlander is also the police chief in the Naked Gun series, a comedy series. He's the same. The old guy. Yes. Does the... It's the same guy. Not Leslie Nielsen, the other guy who's the. I know you're talking about he's the chief of police. There, he's yes. always got him the same uniform. He's the chief of police in something else as well. Ah. In See No Evil, Hear No Evil, with um, so is, that's and, what I'm talking about. Is that saying no, he said that she said and he said yes. that she said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gunnery has been that sort of like um, rebellious or you know sort of evil army commander type mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. every part. He's been for forever, yeah. you know, for forever. And yet they're like, yeah, get Ironside again to play that exact character he does <laughs> all that the character time. in this movie all the time <laughs> so weird that's such a good film seen evil yeah. hearing evil i love that film it's uh <laughs> oh Jane Wilder. i'm a big fan richard Pryor too actually um, oh dude young frankenstein is up right up there um it's one of my favorite films it's so good marty feldman a lot, a lot of people know about marty feldman anymore yeah man he's yeah. brilliant it's i've not seen it in years he but, steals that film, Marty. He really steals the show. It's just the guy with the eyes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a funny, really funny blooper, I'm sure. Is it a poodle? He's ripping apart something with his mouth. <laughs> and he, oh, he it's, her, to... it's her, it's her um, mink uh, scarf. That's it, coat. that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And he just looks at her after yeah. he's still got the fluff in his mouth and the actress just cannot uh, hold it together. And they can't. I just keep rewinding it. I, I love 
seeing people naturally laugh like that kind of belly laughing where it's almost sore. That's yeah, one of my favorite laughs. That yeah. movie actually is really special to me because uh one, I'm a huge Team Wilder fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only famous person that ever died where I did genuinely feel upset on the mm-hmm. day because you know uh, from Charlie the Chocolate Factory to all the things Haunted Honeymoon the producers mm-hmm. uh, all the movies did especially the ones with Richard Stir Crazy and etc but there's so many great lines in that film first of all um, I remember being attracted to my wife when I met her because she reminded me of Madeline Kahn oh the smell the actress. of perfume and, and the legs yes but she, yeah. she looks like that the actress who <laughs> plays his wife in the movie and um but there's so many lines in there walk mm. this way but they did their little cane down the thing mm. um uh oh somebody you know damn your eyes Jesus, kevin too late spacey in that. who i completely forget that kevin spacey is in a see no evil here no evil he plays the bad english yeah, he's guy the, the bad time. guy with a big boil looks yeah. really natural and um yeah. of course uh what's the actress's name who's absolutely beautiful <laughs> i can't remember her name well broke up yeah, something. Oh, I can't remember what name Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Yes, yes. I know. <laughs> it came back, it came back. And so many great movies from that time, yeah. which have nothing to do with Ness for anybody who's listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, sorry, we're bad. We're the world's worst for this. You've basically, since just before that quest happened, from mm-hmm. that point, and I saw the gaggle of press people around, until probably even now, you must have done a hundred plus interviews. Since that time, how has that changed from going like you know, you're there every weekend trying to get a few people up to monitor Mm -hmm. the lock with you Mm -hmm. to the point now where like people are calling you up to be the go to guy to talk about what's happening at Loch Ness? How does that feel? It's a a responsibility, definitely. Um, like I still feel they should still be calling you know, then they do, they still call Steve, obviously, they still call Adrian. Um, but but. I don't know. I said this to Steve last time I met him as well. It felt weird being on camera. It felt weird being interviewed. And he was the one that told me, um, well, you better get used to it. And I didn't really, I thought, oh, right, whatever. Um, but dear God, he was right. Like, I, it, it, And you were there. You were there for that weekend. And it Heckling was, you. It was, yeah. Oh, yes. So you did. I remember that. What did you want to call it after you find it? I can't remember. It, are you going to name wife. it after yourself? If you That's find right, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It took me a while to find you. I thought, who asked that? Sounds like Andy. I thought, oh, right, there's there. There he is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I'm so glad it's 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 calmed down a wee bit mm. now, though. Um, and I, I totally have. I, I've fallen behind on, on my reports. That I, They should have been out like two weeks ago on the report. Um, and I'm still... I've, it's pretty much finished. Um, but anyway, I, I'm drifting away it, it's it's definitely a, a responsibility um having people calling you um, and it is great having um willie cameron who has been setting up these interviews or he's been putting my name out there or, or lne um to documentary teams that are coming over just saying go to this guy um that's been really nice that's been really cool and willie doing that so i really appreciate that from uh, from willie cameron the fixer um, that is Mr. Mr. Loch Ness, man. He's he's, he's brilliant. He's he's such a good guy. Um, oh. I, I really like him. I get on really well. And I remember the first time that night of the opening night at, um, at the Loch Ness Centre, Steve Steve told me, he was like, get in with the mafia. Yeah. Um, that, that's obviously like um, Willie Cameron. Mm. I thought, like, for the mafia, Christ. And I was really scared. I said, no, no, I'm just going to go back to my 
my hotel room for the night and that'll be me. Um, and, and we sat outside the drum for like two hours, just all of us talking. Yeah. Adrian was there with his wife and, and Fraser. Uh, and it was great. It was a really, really nice experience. It, it was good to get in to kind of meet everybody um, and set in some foundations, which was lovely. Um, but no, yeah, man, it's it's been really good. It's, it's steady now, thank goodness. It's it's yes, not yeah, crazy. Oh, when it's relentless, so, it's horrible. Yeah. Oh man, it I was, mean, not that it's horrible to talk to people, but you just can't sort of mm-hmm. find your feet at any point. You know, you're always talking to something else. With my dog. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had the meeting I had recently with um, the Loch Ness Centre. It, it, it was really good. It, it was it was progressive, um, but I kept saying let us help you in the future when it comes to that stuff. And I thought that would be great because um, I'm just myself. Um, so that's going to go ahead. I think they're going to help you more more, more on that end when it comes to dealing okay. with yeah. the numbers coming in. So at the minute, I'm still dealing with um, Muckle Media. That's their kind of PR team. Um, so anything that comes in, uh, I get an email now and again from them just saying, do you want to do this, A, B, C? I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. Um, not too keen on that one, but I'll do that. So I'm, I'm quite picky yeah. um, on, on who I talk to. Because your time is limited now. That's the, that's yeah. the change. Whereas your time, you had all the time in the world before. I did, and yeah. It's, I did, it's, it's right. a nice thing. You do have to pick a choose. Yeah. You, know? you do, but, but they, they also want to talk about other um Late cryptics around the world, and okay. you know that I'm, I am interested in that. Definitely, I'm one hundred percent am. But I, I've been very, very strict that I, I only really kind of want to talk about Loch Ness, yeah. only want to deal with Loch Ness. And I think everyone knows that now. Yeah. Um. So I think that's kind of been passed around a wee bit, just saying like he won't do them. Um. Not that I'm not interested in them. It's you just want I, to I, know more about what you're talking about, and yeah, that's, that's a specialist it. subject. Yeah. Well, that's it, man, and and there's still so much to learn with with this hydrophone stuff, um, and the, the the recording I'd done recently throughout the day was great, but the nighttime one was just yeah. so much fun, Andy. I wish you were there. It, it doesn't. I watched Steve's some of right your live. I watched some of your live feed actually. Um, oh, brilliant! Yeah, cool, I cool. did watch it. Yeah, a little bit, and I, I thought. I mean, I'm very interested in the splashing. Yes, it so was, I was going to talk yeah, about that tonight yeah, as well. Yeah, that freaked that. me out. That really freaked me out a wee bit. So it was just beyond. I mean, you've you've been to Templeport, you you've seen yes. it. So where you would get on to deep scan, it was on the other side of the dock where the big fence is, and on the other side of the fence, that's where I heard it. And that's still fairly shallow water. Um, and you can see it from drone footage. It's not really that deep. You can see some like some of the silt still some of the ground. You can still see it before it goes into deeper water. Now, I have no idea what it was. Um, it may it could may have well have been a deer because I just rocked up in my car. Um, I kept my car lights on because I was really freaked out. Like I really don't like the dark down there. It's proper horrible. It's complete and blackness. I, That's why nobody gets it. It's completely black. It's not like you, you can see, see a bit of hills. You can see a bit of water. You're just wandering oh. off into the black. Yeah, it was. I I got really freaked out, and it took me a lot. I would say. Maybe it took me five or ten minutes to have the courage to actually walk to the edge to put the uh, the hydrophone in, to cast the hydrophone in. And I thought, I'm not going anywhere near the, the edge of the water. Not in case anything jumped up, just it freaked me out. Yeah. Um, so I just thought, oh, that'll do. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I'm a safe course, distance there. But where, where the car light was still on, um, and that's where I heard it. And then I, I just shot everything off. I thought, what the hell was that? 
But I, I don't know what it was. I didn't see anything at all. I just heard it again. Now, this is the second time I've heard like a splash like this. The first one was during one of my observations down uh, one of the... Oh, where was it? Where the hell was it? It wasn't that far from Invermorrison. And that's where I heard the big splash. Remember, I saw the spray going up mm. in the air and I caught it on camera. And I thought, what on earth was that? But it turned out that was just commotion, I think yeah. it was. And it turned out to be one of the... I think it's a, a wind sprout or water sprout they're called. But this was different. There was no wind that night. It was very calm. Throughout the day, it was quite choppy, but at night time, fingers crossed, yeah. I, I was really hoping it was going to be a bit more calmer. And it was. It was great conditions at night time. Um, there was barely any winds. There was no waves. So this was, is awake from something. It can't come from nothing. I think so. It was awake from something or it was a deer. It, it, it had to have been how, something. I mean, how common is it, though, for deer to be sort of splashing around in the water? in yeah. the dark at night i mean this is the most yeah, obvious yeah. answer of course we've got to go to that one first but still yeah, yeah. Is, is, does that seem like a likely or a common thing it was the fact that it can only happen while i rocked up um, and yeah. where the lights were on because it was i mean it's still fairly lit down there with the the, the safety lights around the pier I, I get that but the noise of the, my car coming down um, I don't know, but it, it wasn't just a wee splash. That's the thing. It, it it was quite a big commotion, and I thought, and that's why it took me a while to actually have the balls to to walk to the water. We bit. I thought, what the hell was that? And of course, you know, you got to think psychology here as well. It, it, it was night time. It's pitch black. It's, you know, I had all these things going through my head. Um, who knows? And, and you know, you, you, we have to put all that into the mix uh, and and kind of digest all that. Yeah. Um, but it was bizarre. It was it was weird. That's the second time now in my time of Mess where I've heard a a pretty big splash. But that there was. Is, I is just wish I had. To, yeah, but I hadn't even got the equipment in the car though. That was the thing. Like I, I literally had one foot. So in you the car spooked something basically as you arrived and got out. Then the splash went off. And I got out so. the car. Yeah, basically. I think so. So this sounds like something yeah. going in or out of the water, though. What's the thing? I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. I don't know if it was something. If if we're going with a deer, th there may have been one that, that was drinking by the side of the loch. That's okay. maybe okay. sprinted yeah. off. A seal won't make. Well, it could, I guess. But why would a seal come out into the woods where it was already fairly shallow water? Um, that 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 went through my mind. Then I thought, is it someone? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, sorry. And then I thought, is it someone taking the Mickey? I mean, it was quite public knowledge that I was going down that area. I, I made it known to everybody. Um, I thought maybe maybe it's someone, you know, <laughs> maybe trying to get a reaction. Yeah. Um, but if it was, they've, they've definitely got it because they're reacting to it. Yeah. But it was it was just bizarre. It was a very bizarre thing. I don't know what it was. I'm, I'm not too sure. I, I I don't think it was just a random. It was an animal for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so One hundred percent But we, I mean, we just don't know. But something that sounded big, splashing into the water. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was literally just hooves running off up the, you know, up the I didn't hear there. any of that. That's the thing as well. So when I yeah. when when I heard it, I stayed very quiet, thinking I, I would hear snapping. You know, yeah. if it was a big deer, a small deer, whatever it was, I would have heard something. Um, but that whole area was still fairly waterlogged as well. So I would have heard all of that. And it's literally just the other side of the fence from yeah, me. So it wasn't like mean. it was, you know. Sort of, there's the square of the, 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 the launch on the one side that holds the, Aye. that covers the dock, creates a little false bay. 
That's, that's right the, there on the right. That's exactly where it was. Yeah. That's exactly where it was. And I didn't even go over with my torch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I should have, looking back at it, I think uh, if someone was there with me. Um, yeah, that would have been different, yeah. It's always nice I, to, I you know, to, to not die alone when you're in those situations. As far as we know, no, Nessie's never taken, you know, since 565, a person and harmed them. No. But people go missing and drown in the lock all the time. And we just, yeah. is it just because we, you know, she doesn't take people in the daytime? We, mm-hmm. we lose them at night when they're down mm-hmm. conducting foolish experiments against her. That's <laughs> well, can you remember in the, the 90s? Now, where the hell was it? I've tried in vain to find the story, and I remember it clear as day in the paper. Um, and it was Americans who were over yeah. doing some sort of diving thing, or whatever it was. But they claimed that something had bit their arm off. And yeah, arm the headline off. said, it must be true, the yak said so. It's <laughs> something along those lines. Um, and someone had claimed that something had bit this guy's arm off. And oh, I thought, yeah, yeah. even back then, I thought, yeah. oh, shit. You know, it's, 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 this it's, it's has more like a like a weekly world news, news of the world sort of headline, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Um, because, I mean, it would still be in the annals. People like Adrian and Steve and the rest of them, they definitely know about mm-hmm. it. it. Yeah, of course. It would have been missed, yeah. Like yeah I remember the one in yeah. 1999, the Americans saying he saw it come up onto the bank on the other side, like, I can't remember the location. Mm-hmm. And, and where he was standing, I'm assuming it was on one of the one of the open points. So, or I don't know, was the best place is to see the other side. But he saw, I think Nessie, sort of the, the top half of it, the neck, top flippers, and most of the body, sort of mm-hmm. heave itself out onto the shore on the other side of the lock mm-hmm. uh, for however many minutes, and then it's. And then, are you talking with the one at the the horseshoe scree? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, yeah. I've seen that picture. It's that it's the yes. what is the horseshoe shaped thing, and it's the what's it called again? Is it a T? I think it's called. Peacock actually did a drawing of it as well, didn't he? Yeah, and he looked it through. He, yes. it, yeah, you can see the two flippers, and it almost looks like mm. it's turning around as it flips back into the water. Yeah, almost feel like sure. you know heaving out and then chucking itself back in. Aye. there's a really good analysis of that on Dick's page. He does a really good. Uh-huh. Um, investigation of that and he kind of compares the sizes um, of what's been described to us so give that a wee read it's on one of his investigation websites um, oh, is yeah, it Torridon Torridon McLeod yeah Torquil McLeod no that's wrong isn't it Torridon McLeod you kind of you have the clan McLeod exactly um, it's going to annoy me yeah. Apparently, well, he's from lots of different places. That's probably why we can't remember him. Um, yeah, yeah. But I remember that story. I, re- I remember that one. That was one of my favourite ones because, again, it's half land, half kind of... Um, um, half land, half half lock sighting. But th- that area around the Horseshoe Scree is incredibly deep as well. It's it's one of these things where, at least on the north side of the shore, you've got some sort of slow drift down into it. I yeah. think around the the Horseshoe Scree area. It's is just that a between wolf. Doris and Foyers? I, no, no, it's closer towards... Uh, um, I, I found the sighting now. It says, um, it's American visitor, doesn't say the name, 8th in the evening on the beach between Doris and Foyers with the creature said to be between 10 to 15 metres in length, long neck, scurried off into the water. The oh no, this that's something different, sorry. 
It's completely Because I'm sure it's, it's definitely on the south side of no, the no, you're right. And I'm you're sure right. it's south yeah. of Invermorriston mm-hmm. in between Fort Augustus. It's in between that, right yeah, opposite. you're right. That makes sense. Um, that's a great area. So I think in a couple of weeks, i say a couple of weeks' time, I'll probably wait until after the, the winter. I'm going to go over that side of the lock. I'm going to take a day to hike it to right over. Wow. to the top of the horseshoe screen to try and get some drone footage off that area. Um, there's a, there is a lodge nearby. Is it, I guess, like Nokia Lodge or something like that. I may have just made that up. Um, that's where I'm wanting to go the next time. I, I'll take a wee while to get there, I think. it's It'll be a couple of hours trek at least to get to it. Um, and it's not good terrain. There's no paths or nothing like that. It's It will be dangerous. But I, I just I'm dying to get on that side because there's, there's no one there. If yeah, you don't really have a boat, yeah. you don't have access to that yeah. side at all. So it'd be really great to to go over and explore that more that that area and get the drone up. That'd be lovely to see that. I mean, that's the whole thing. But like I was saying, you need to have transport, you know, on the water. Yeah. And um, I know you've got some some access to that now as well. But I, even when we went back out, we just noticed really, and I think we hired something with. Gordon, who's yeah. who's such a great character, you know, and he gave us he gave us a very very special prize. But even at that, um, we were all remarked upon the fact that we need to get ourselves a research boat in Loch Ness because that's really yeah. how we're going to get some financial success in our lives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, <laughs> because wow, that's, that's, that's what everyone's working to. That's what we're all working towards is to get that. I, I, I've got some cool things to tell you which I, I can't share properly. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you later. <laughs> oh no! Of course, everybody's <laughs> going to be curious now. I, I, yeah, I won't tell you all what, what it's going to tell me either, because um, yeah. I'm great at keeping secrets because I can't remember anything I'm told. Yeah. <laughs> uh, literally, I have. I live only in today. Yesterday is a blank page, as far as I'm concerned. It has been for several years. Yeah. But we have. I, I've been speaking to to Ali a lot. Um, Ali Matheson, the skipper yes, of Deep Sky. Yeah, yeah, he's brilliant, man. Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of time with him um, last Saturday when I was here on, on the 28th. He was part of that documentary as well. So it was, it was nice kind of seeing him again. Um, but recently I phoned him and we had a phone call conversation about boats um, and about, you know, what, what level of, of, of skipper you need to be for A, B and C. He gave me some really, really good advice mm. uh, on what to do. Um, so, it, again, it's one of these things that I'll... I'll Talk to you. Yeah, I mean, well, it can be dangerous out there as well, right? I mean, Gordon oh, was absolutely. explained to us, you can get like 10 foot waves on the lock occasionally, which come up yeah, suddenly, yeah. and they're short waves, so it's hard to ride them. Yeah. You know, because they yeah. come at you tight and short, so it's hard to, to it, get man. out of the way. And I mean, that kind of, I, I would hate, it's nothing worse. And you always talked about the depth of, of oh. these waters when you're swimming in them. I think there's nothing worse than being in a possible drowning situation. Very deep water. Okay. Sure, yeah. I might be willing to drown, but I'd, I I want to be found. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not either. I'm not but I mean, if I do have to go, I don't want to be one of those forever preserved carcasses in the thermocline <laughs> down there at 700 feet. You know, forever. You'll never like, be found. It's. It's. Yeah. I, was it you and I that spoke about this the last time? I can't we remember. Did, yeah. If If you go in the lock, they won't even look for you. It, no. It's, they won't do. It. I think it's more dangerous for them to even go. So it's what they find yeah. yeah. Can you imagine though if you if you send a wee ROV down there looking for for signs of the Loch Ness monster or other kind of historical artifacts, you name it, and you come across 
a lost corpse. I mean, that, that would be terrifying. Horrible. Yeah. It would be horrible. And I know for a fact that there's people that have, have been left there, unfortunately, just because it's it's too deep, it's too dark. They, they, they won't launch any just sort of rescue. Anything. When we put, I think we put the drone in several places, but the first place we put it in was near Urquhart Castle, which is about 400 feet. There's that, so that's still very deep, but not as deep as yeah. the one can be. And it was just nothing but brown all the way down. Yeah. Brown and bubbles, brown and bubbles, and then silty bottom with nothing on it. We may have seen a small fish swimming off into the distance, a little one. <laughs> and we were there for about two hours, and eventually like, that's like head in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three hours, Did you hear about the, what the wee boy found? Uh, um, it was on the, the quest weekend. I thought he was making it up, um, and I couldn't believe it. He was at the back of the boat. I think we're, we're answering some questions, listening to hydrophone. And he he would, oh, look, there's there's an eel. And I thought, eels don't come up this close, to, you know, to the surface, especially uh, in this deep water. We were okay. right, right. Yeah, in, I think yeah. we were at one of the deepest points. They were like 700 feet. Um, and sure enough, he was absolutely right. When I went to the back of the boat as well, I th- at first thought it was just a stick, but it, was, it wasn't it was a big. It was maybe hmm. about this tiny bit, and it just okay. off it went. But I went and told Ali, and I thought, you said that that's really unusual to have one so yeah. close to not only a boat, but so close to the surface in deep water. They're normally bottom feeders, they stay close to the sides. Maybe it's been chased up. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, the rumour is that, that they like cool. eels, right? The Nessies. Well, who knows? Maybe that's why there's... There, there. I mean, this is another thing we spoke about recently um, in this documentary. If there's enough food, and I personally think there is, yeah. um, but if Professor Neil, Neil Gemmell from the, the team in New Zealand said that they found like huge amounts of eels yeah. in every single location where they were, <clears throat> excuse me, is it possible if Loch Ness Monster does exist, could it just be feeding off all these massive eels that yeah, are down there? Exactly. Exactly. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of eels. Yeah. Um, and that, to him, well, to me anyway, um, even though we kind of already knew there was eels in Loch Ness, but we just possibly didn't know there was that quantity yeah. of them within Loch Ness. I so, that again, was the overriding mm-hmm. conclusion that there are masses of eels in Loch and yeah. you know, other bits and pieces as well, trout and salmon and the rest of it, but mm-hmm. this is what we have in abundance. And that would yeah. explain, really, people not really seeing the food source and possibly the reason for the creature, you know, however it, it breathes underwater, it's an air breather or it um, takes oxygen from the water itself, yeah. rarely coming to the surface. Because if the food source is at the bottom, yeah, why go yeah, to the top? Yeah, These things are always possible. Um, and that's, I think, what keeps drawing people back is, is possible new theories, mm. you know, um, to these things. And some of them are ridiculous, which some of mine are ridiculous, you know. Um, but that, that's what I think keeps it all interesting. It's what keeps it afloat, really, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. It's, that's it's a multi... It. It's exciting. Yeah, it's great. Yes. It's multi-faith. Variety uh, is good. Uh, uh, belief system, you know, in a way, because we all want it to be true and have ideas about it. What about the... Um, when we came up for the second time, we got to interview Chi Kelly, with her husband. Oh, she's brilliant. She was, yeah. I actually, I think I wrote an article about it recently, and I was actually really re-energised after talking to her because mm. she was clearly 100% genuine, had she not was, wanted yeah. to share those photos for five years because of the mm-hmm. expected blowback, which she duly got when she shared them, bless her. 
Um, and uh, which we all know that that happens. And yet, mm. you know, looking at the photos, she wasn't saying this is messy. Just this is an unusual thing. Looking at the so many of them, these photos as well. I just thought, well, I don't know what else it is other than something mm. that's moving across the water. Rolling yeah. almost, it looked like rolling. Yeah, yeah. And I know yeah. they're working on an animation, Steve and his people, to you know to put those pictures together in in a way that you know, we can see it moving yeah. freely. Um, yeah. Well, what, what were your I, thoughts I, after speaking? To I her? don't know when that's going to come out. Um, I, I was just literally speaking to her yesterday, and today she says hello. By the way, oh, um, wow. she sent me the video of um, <laughs> you and Steve talking. Yeah, um, and I says, "Oh, I'm actually speaking to Andy this evening." She went, "Oh, oh hello. hello!" So oh, she says, "Hello." Um, but I, 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 I love her when she's so <laughs> she's so lovely, man. They were great. Um, they were a great couple. And in fact, when we pop up next year, I might bring the family. I think we're going to say hi because they were just that awesome. Yeah, I, I never met her partner, unfortunately, but she, she brought me some of the most amazing homemade. I think it was pear jam. It was so good. We got some too. Did you get some? It's amazing. Although Matt stole it. Matt stole most of it. I only had a taste. It's so, so good. So I was there again with my... My my mate Greg came up with me that day to to meet them. Not the Bulgarians. um, The the, the Belgians were there doing um, Uh, that that film with them. Oh, for the uh, hearing impaired people. Yes. Oh, sorry, visually impaired people. It says they hear it. Look, don't that. worry. I had such yeah, a laugh yeah. with them. They were so so yeah. sound. Yeah. I, I made a stupid comment saying, "What like what are you here to see?" You know, and I thought, "Oh Jesus Christ, it's not one people." It's one of these horrible things. Yeah. But they were so lovely. That whole team was so so great to work with. They were great fun. That should be coming out very soon, I think. Okay. Um, and I, I've emailed them just saying, "Can you please let me know?" Because I really want you oh, guys sure to see it. We'll it put on. on the pages. Yeah, I can't wait. Here's hoping. Um, but I was supposed to meet her at like, oh, like two o'clock or something like that. Um, but the, the 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 two presenters took the hydrophone um, and the equipment on a kayak, and I thought they'll just potter around, you know, um, at Fort Augustus. They went halfway down the loch really? with my stuff. I'm thinking, where are you going? I didn't say anything to them. I thought, oh my God. And I felt so bad because I was supposed to meet her at like two o'clock. So she had to drive all the way from doors to come and meet us at at Fort Augustus. Um, Yeah, we we spoke for a while. We'd we'd get a couple of angles of coffee or something like that. Um, And it was great. It was really, really Mm -hmm. nice to meet her. She showed me some of the photos. Um, But what's really interesting, I've heard it from other people um, saying, oh, it's rubbish bags. Um, and even even Adrian had, had said, I, I, I think it's just floating debris, it's rubbish. Mm. But I think other people have said that it's it maybe just possibly divers who are floating yeah, about yeah. in the lot. I mean, that, that's something to investigate for sure. Yeah, yeah, but she was there for such a long time. Mm. Divers have to come up a fair bit. Um, and they, didn't, they were there for ages. And they never saw really someone coming up. They were more than an hour, hour and a half, you know. It, I don't even think they would stay that long yeah. underneath there. Um, it just, it's so odd. I, I still don't have a full opinion of what it was because the pictures are so bizarre. Mm. They're so so. It looks different. And yeah, I mean, there's one that looks that like I've a seen. head. One that looks like yeah. a scaly back with a soft underside. And somebody said a dinghy, a sort of like a debris covered dinghy, slowly. No, it's not a dinghy either. Slowly, no. um, you know, losing air and twisting around in the water. And that just uh, sometimes the skeptical, the skeptical explanations. Take more yeah. faith to believe than the the alternative. 
It's I agree with some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's this is a magic bullet theory. Yeah, I just asked me to believe something really <laughs> mad, other than one guy, you know, behind the grassy knoll shot him. Just, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. just let me know. Um, yeah, yeah, something a bit more. Just because it's skeptical, it's kind of accepted yeah. in a way. Oh well, you know what? Somebody's come up uh, no, with something that's not nesting. Yeah, that's got to be it. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. But a lot of people just go, all oh, right, okay, it's it's anything but the Loch Ness yeah, Monster. Exactly, yeah. So we'll, we'll go with that. Um, but from what I've been told recently, um, it's nothing what people have already put forward, the, 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 the sceptical view, shall we say, mm-hmm. um, the ideas that they've put forward. It's none of those things. So it's, again, it's it's one of these things that they're, they're not always correct. Um, and uh, again, that's, that's proof that we... We should all still be working together and not just take your word for it or take his word for it. Um, it's about putting all the pieces together and not just going with something that's gospel where you don't even know for yourself if that is, you know, if that's the, the ultimate, um, your ultimatum, sorry, that, that, that's your ultimate proof. That you, you don't have that proof at the moment. So, again, like you said there, that, that's their theory. And if they're not willing to go with, this could possibly be the Loch Ness Monster. We'll just go with a floating dinghy or we'll just go with a floating rubbish bag. Um, but this thing in some of the pictures has created a wake. You know, it, it's <laughs> floating dinghies and, and rubbish bags. It's, yeah. nah, man, it's just... Yeah. This. Is this like some Scooby-Doo dinghy, like shooting across the loch with the air blowing <laughs> yeah. out of it, you know? I mean, yeah. it, it seems cartoonistic that it should happen. Whereas really, if it was, yeah. if the air was coming out somehow, it's punctured or whatever it mm-hmm. happened, you'd expect it to just be basically slowly decompressing on the spot. Yeah, you, know? you would see it. And then the top of it would be floating around for a bit. You know, that flat, yeah. empty dinghy until all the air dissipated and it would, mm-hmm. you know, it would... I mean, it reminded me a little bit, some of it, of um, Aga and Matty, the free swimmers, who caught the three-humped um, object in the distance. I don't know if you heard about them on, on the Quest Weekend. Was this the the, the 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 couple, the guy and the girl mm. that were at Fort Augusta yes. sites? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. And they, yeah. they showed us that. And you can see in their footage, about a mile off the distance from Fort mm. Augusta's, you know, three hump-like objects in, in varying size and eventually submerging mm-hmm. uh, in the loch. There's some sort of a dark in colour again. There's some sort of weird aspect to that. Now, I know there's lots of flotsam in the lock all the time, especially mm-hmm. on weekends when we were there, when it was very stormy, you know, oh, around the Highland Lord. Games were even cancelled. Thank you, yeah. God. Um, yeah. I was supposed to be in them, <laughs> you may remember, tossing a caber and wrestling big Highlanders in a kilt that I'd rented oh from, God, a, Andy. So from a local uh, store in Inverness somewhere, and uh, I was not looking forward to it. In the rain, in the mud, no less, and I go and got my clan papers from the um, Hugh's place by the by the drum <laughs> and uh, Hugh Grant's place. And uh, so McGrath, yeah, you've got clan papers. You can enter. I'm yeah. supposed to give it to Willie there, and he was supposed to sort of induct me in on camera. And yeah. basically, to the amusement of Matt and Tim and all the people in the crew, watch me get effed up by everybody <laughs> in the games and probably knock my teeth out with a caber. And uh, I didn't oh go God. You know, proper kilty, though. I did wear underwear. Um, and, you did uh, not. Did you? Did you wear boxers? Of course, shorts? I did. Of course, of course. <laughs> but in my defence, they weren't my. It wasn't my clan kilt. It was a McDonald kilt because that's all they had. 
So uh, it doesn't matter. Mind, you, I you, you go commando if you've got a kilt on. <laughs> In all fairness, I, I, I've done that once. I wore a kilt with no underwear and I tossed the cable. That's it's really bizarre. And uh, I, I'd done it, but the whole thing came up. So everybody caught a whiff of my there body cable. That that would happen to me, but with the teeth knocking out thing as well. <laughs> so having like toothless bleeding with my stuff out. Oh, um, you know, in in front of the whole of of Loch Ness, and that would have been, you know, if that's they, a blooper reel from the Drochin. Yeah, no, <laughs> blooper reel, and Matt, the director, he would have definitely put that in the show. I know he would have a little blurring yeah. Yeah. Uh, for for younger minds, blur that bit out. And, uh, yeah, it was a funny thing, but we ended up, as you probably remember, uh, taking some shortbread down to the edge of the dock and getting the piper, and I sort of running with yeah. propitiating. Uh, making um, uh, uh, what's a devotion or a, an apology to the beast of Ness for the insult paid by Clamagrath in the 1100s <laughs> or wherever it was, which never happened. Obviously, never good. <laughs> and and we can get the, the Highland Games back on and get the weather stopped. And as I did it, and a lovely guy there, I remember, young guy, I can't remember his name, Piper. He played. The weather did clear up for about five minutes, and the sun came out. I'm like, wow. yes! And then I was like, that's all he's getting. <laughs> <laughs> Did Probably you do that down, at, um, down the Clansman? The wee runway? Yeah, it was on the, it was, yeah, it was there, yeah, on the slipway near the Clansman, yeah. That was, yeah, uh, yeah. I was yeah. there recently as well. That's a great wee spot, but that, I love watching that clip. That, that was, again, recently, that was summer floating about online again, and I, and it always makes me laugh. Yeah. And I, I love it. I'm so glad you agreed to do something like that. Yeah, well, I'm um, always up for it. I'm always up for something a bit crazy every time. The next time the Highland Games will not be cancelled, you will be going. I'm going to be there for you. I'll be cheering oh, we'll you on. We'll do it together. Yeah. We'll do it together then. Mm. Oh, Jesus. I don't yeah. think anyone wants to see yeah. my caber again. I don't think it's no, Nobody wants to see your caber. Is that the problem? No one wants to see my caber. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see that. Oh, no. Certainly the image not. is too strong. Um, what about um, talking <laughs> about the, the, the re- re-emergence? So I did an interview with Steve the other day. I think Nessie is back. Essentially, and I know you don't like these kind of compliments, but because of your efforts, because of, you know, being in the field, in down in the trenches as a social worker, this is what I think all these years, you've got people skills, hostage negotiator, you're able to bring all of those warring parties, <laughs> the mums and dads who fight over the kids together mm-hmm. at Loch Ness and get them working as one again. And I've noticed mm-hmm. that, the endorsement for Adrian Shine, working with Dick, having Roland, Steve and a bunch of other people all at the same time maybe have very different points of view to each other yeah essentially Loch Ness is back and whether you like to admit it or not this is partially to do with your efforts and enthusiasm which is always remarked upon this guy has childlike enthusiasm meaning a love for you know <laughs> for this for this legend and you can see there yeah. on the boat as you're talking on the thing you look excited in the way you know, oh I have yeah, felt that excited yeah. probably for about yeah. forty-two years, and I'm only forty-seven. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> I was in my element, though, man. Like, yeah, it was fun. oh, it was great fun, and it's something I'll never, ever, ever forget. That whole the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, even the Monday morning, but Friday more so um, before it kind of all kicked off. I love that butterfly feeling, that excitement of going, oh, Christ, what's going to happen? I, did, I, I knew we had a plan and I knew we had, you know, some sort of structure to it all. Didn't all go to plan, obviously, because of the weather. 
Um, but I'd like not knowing when things didn't go our way, should I say, that made it even more exciting, I think, for me. I thought, right, okay, cool. It's, we had to improvise here. Um, and it was the whole, that whole weekend was great. And that video, it's so cheesy. But I love the rain. And everyone always thinks I'm stupid for this. Um, but even my wife will tell you, or anyone, if it rains, me and Kylo are the first people to go out in it. Like, I absolutely love the rain. I find it really tranquil, peaceful. Yeah. Oh, it's very zen for me. Zen, sorry, not zen. Yeah. Um, so, again, on Loch Ness, I'm with people like yourself, enthusiasts who are just, we're all in that mindset. It's, it's yeah. We're all yeah. on the same level. It was great. It was chucking with rain. It was miserable, but amazing. It, it was just really great, man. And it was so, so good. Uh, and, and you know, ending it on a Saturday night with with Steve and Roland as well was was just magnificent. Oh, so I was that. very sad to miss that actually. But um, oh, it was so much. That's fun. why we're trying to get the drone working. We're working on a few other shots. And we're trying to get back. Yeah. And so, well, look, we've already missed it basically. You know, yeah, we're out on the outskirts. Yeah. Oh, you had your own. We, yeah. we we were aware of that. You had your, you guys had your own thing to yeah. do. We totally knew that. But it was interesting. I mean, I've heard Steve so many times talk about his passion, his journey. But being next to him, um, and Roland as well, obviously, but being in earshot with him and then just hearing him out talking again, I was like, geez, man, wow, that's... It, it took me back a wee bit thinking, that's... I love Steve. I, I love that he had the balls to do and still do what he's doing, you know? And I make it as well. He made yeah, it. absolutely, man. Living that way, yeah. you know, essentially he's doing, doing it. and selling Nessie models, of which I bought three. <laughs> yeah. well, so he there. recently... Um, did he not recently sell out? That's the first time it's happened in, wow. in years, he said. It's a long it. time since it ever happened, which yeah. is really, really good. But it, Simon told me something the other day there. Um, oh, I'll send it to you, right? He actually sent me the stats for this. So Simon loves figures um, and doing research and, and, and oh, actually right. having things in black and white in front of him. Oh, I hate that and stuff. That's he, good to have somebody like that. Yeah, he, Simon's great. Simon keeps me kind of um, level-headed, I mm -hmm. guess so to speak. Um, but he sent me the stats since, again, I'm not trying to blow my own horn here, but since that, that weekend, um, or the week leading up to it, sorry, the search for Loch Ness, or LNE as well, it went, whoa, it skyrocketed. And I thought, yes, good. That, that's kind of what, not that Loch Ness went anywhere. It's always been there. The excitement's yeah. always yeah. been there. Um, but to have it, the whole world again, focus on it, even for, you know, three or four days, um, that was great fun. And despite not being able to catch anything, it was still great to, you know, to launch it, I guess, that, 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 that ignite that fire again for, for Loch Ness and the Loch Ness Monster and the environment around it all. It, it's great whether you're here for the Loch Ness Monster or if you're here for the environment, it, it, it applies to both parties. And I think both parties did arrive um, who have been searching for both these things, which is really, really great. So, again, amazing to be just a wee small part of that Lost like, Loch Ness community again. And it's uh, it's been amazing. It still is. I'm glad it's calmed down, though. I'm mm -hmm. glad it's... Uh, it's I really am. <laughs> I've started my new job. Um, so it's which is quite... busy, I bet, as well. So, you know, it's good yeah. once the, the, the fire of a new position comes on to be able to... Yeah, yeah. have less things to focus on you know that's yeah. uh that's definitely good but i am i said it from the first moment we met this guy is going to do something special at the loch i knew it then i was just like yes 
you've got me believing. And I had been very needy, actually, calling, uh, referring to Loch Ness as a, um, as a cryptozoological Coney Island for ages. Because <laughs> yeah. it sort of clapped out and, you know, uh, mm. what it was, or it felt that way anyway, what it was, it sort of diminished and the paint was coming off the walls sort of thing. Yeah, I know that's not that. really relevant, but what I meant by that was, you know, sort of time-worn and perhaps in the past in a way, in mm. some way. Yeah. But yeah, really, yeah. my visit there this time, no, you know, there was lots of new development. There was lots of new facilities. Mm. The Klansman still was rocking it like it always has anyway. You know, being yeah. a great place to be. Yeah. And um, and met the people I met there, mm. actually, the people who were involved in this have been there a long time, the locals, made me think, yeah, you know what, actually, this is still a wonderful part of the world where yeah. okay yes the legend is their livelihood but they also mm. love the legend they've got yeah they've yeah. got a good um feeling of of respect for it in a way yeah they don't believe so. it you know they're just like well i don't believe it but you know what i know somebody who saw it or mm -hmm. um yeah my grandfather said he once saw I, I get that all the time when i'm there yeah. and speak to people yeah. all constantly that there's people who who have lived there for, for years who Oh, what were their names? I feel terrible that I can't remember her name. But she was a local. She lived there all her days. She went. She she's seen it three or four times, but she's never made it public. She's not interested in any publicity for it. She went. I know there's something there. I don't need to go looking for it. I've seen it myself. So I, those are the stories that I I, I love. Um, and I think you're right. I think there's 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 a huge part of people there that that love it. Um, and there's people here that don't believe in it at all. But they'll they'll still always look. They will always always look to the water, um, and every skeptic will look to the water as well. They can't help it. They cannot help it. Um, and I, I, this is where I always say people, you know, I'm a hundred percent skeptic. No, you're not. You're you're not at all. People who who want to come to this this ring, you know, and, and fight or dance, whatever you want to call it. You're here because you, you you either have a loaded question that you want to have a pop at somebody for, mm. or fill your own ego. I yeah. cannot stand that. I hate oh, it. Oh, there's so much of that on the internet. Oh, yes. get a glib, glib, it's... glib uh, smarty pants opinions, glib takes yeah. on things. Yeah, and I've seen it so many times that they'll just they'll they'll. they'll oh, I, I, I've started face. calling them. Yeah, I, I've yeah. started calling them cold callers because that's what they are. That's cold all they're doing callers. is that they're rocking up for uh. no reason whatsoever to fill their own ego. Um, you know, and, and, and that guy I was telling you about earlier, mm. all he ever wanted to talk about was the Loch Ness Monster. Nothing to do with the environment, um, nothing to do with the hydrophone, absolutely nothing. He just wanted to talk about Nessie. And I thought, but you're a sceptic. You don't believe there's anything there. So yeah. why why do you give a shit? I don't understand it. Well, so sometimes the, the eternal skeptics, the ones that are like, sort of have a, an antipathy towards the legend that keep turning up, mm. yeah. they, is there not like a parasitic element to that? The way, and I don't mean something like Dick, who spent you know twenty, thirty years looking for it, really mm. resigned that it wasn't there, but still mm. does all of the you know the A to Z of the scientific breakdown of whatever yeah. comes up, you know, for for better or worse, whatever his uh, opinions are. He's thoroughly researched them before coming to them. Yeah. Can't yeah. be knocked, really. Can't mm -hmm. be knocked. Whatever you think about it. And there's other people who almost try to make a, a living, as it were, um, on just jabbing from the sidelines. That's it's a it. weird 
position to take because I would be like, oh, you know what? I don't really believe in ghosts, uh, so I'm, I'm out and I'm gone. That's uh, it. I'm not there every week going, oh, so this is a ghost. Well, what about this shadow? What about this thing? And what about the yeah, yeah, the, angle of the light? I'm just like, yeah, yeah that's not for me. I don't, well, that's all they need to do. That's yeah. all. It's that simple. Um, and I, I like your analogy of that. It's it's totally, they they need that legend as much as everybody else does. Um, you know, I've been called that. You're the same. We've all been branded that we're this cult. That we're we're it's a religious following. And who cares? Who cares if it is? If you want to brand it that, that's fair play. Yeah. We all know it's not that. But if you if that's how you want to sum it up and you feel comfortable doing that, then bash on. I don't yeah. care. Um, but for you to to deliberately seek people out, come armed with your own answers to your own questions. It's just like it's you're rhetorical. They're not even talking to you. Exactly. It's rhetorical. You're mad. You're not. You're not interested in what I have to say. It's no matter what I give you, you're still going to come back with. And I'm not. I told them point blank. I said, Look, if this is a a ping pong game, we're just going to go back and forth. I'm sorry, I'm not interested. Mm. If you want to go find someone else to go do that, that's fine. I'm not interested in going back and forward. I just, I don't get it, Andy. I, I really don't. And that's why I just shut them down straight away. I was like, I'm not interested. I think we talked about it before. I think part of it, especially online, is stress relief. Essentially, it's a it's a <laughs> quick feeder pill to get a you know sort of a one upmanship feel on somebody, especially if you're a bit cutting, because whether yeah. you're right or wrong, the person you know, the person on the other side feels a bit burned by the way you've delivered the comment or mm-hmm. whatever you said. Mm-hmm. And you could, you know, the day is good. What a wonderful whoa, what a wonderful feeling. You know, they walk yeah. off into the yeah. into the into the sunset. And well, let me shoot so someone we, down just for laughs of it. It's, yeah, in a way. But they get more angry when you don't give them it though. Well, that's the best part. They do. Yeah, that's the best part. And we're both I think it's the technique of um of nicing people into rage and anger, and uh, which is I intentionally do on purpose. I admit to it several times. <laughs> I have nice people into fits of rage just to just to get them back. But it's a weird thing. Like I say, they're literally they're standing outside the doors of the church on a Sunday, and as everybody comes up, they there is no God. There is no God. Hey, yeah. ha ha ha! Don't you know there's no God? Yeah. And what it's... are you doing outside the church every Sunday? It's almost like you want to be in the church. Yeah, they do. Well, that's the thing. And and you touched upon it earlier as well. People do it from the sidelines. The people I've spoken to who are, you know, they're not hostile as such, but they're just very, very forceful. Um, They have done no field research at all themselves. They're only going by of what people have been done before and other sceptics who have went there and done their own studies. But most modern sceptics have not been up there. They've not done their own research. They've not been to Locke for, you know, a period of time. That annoys me. I'm thinking, right, Christ. And again, Dick has more than earned his right to have changed his opinion over time. Yeah. Um, And that's how how he delivers that message. He he doesn't say that he's a sceptic. He just says his opinions have changed over the years. Uh, and that's fair, totally fair to say, because he's been there since again day dot. Um, people who, yeah, mate, it's people who haven't been there, who've maybe only been there for one weekend, for Christ's sake, who come out and write books and be like, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's not there. Think about what what have you done though? Have you actually we went watched the water for like eight full hours? Yeah, that's it. Tea. <laughs> and then that's I wrote it. this book. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. 
Because um, and again, things are easy to criticize, and it's mm -hmm. the, the they're all idiots' point of view, haha, mm -hmm. ha, because science or whatever that the opinion mm -hmm. says, um, is is it's an easy argument to win because there's almost yeah. like a, a mantle of respectability on that side of things. The yeah, side. absolutely. So you just throw out whatever you want to throw out. That's it. it. It's easy to write a book to tell you that a lot of monster doesn't exist. It's very easy to do that. And it's a quick buck. That's the way I've always seen it. Yeah. Um, and again, you, you've, you've never had Dick or Adrian coming out and writing a book saying yeah. there's absolutely nothing there. You know, they're, they're interests and it's not, they're not, again, they're just for Nessie. It's other interests there and more power to that. Um, but they're they're not even writing massive books to say you're all wrong, you're all batshit crazy, um, there's nothing there, blah, blah, blah. They're not even doing that. And these are the guys that have spent a lifetime at the loch. Now, again, Dick's website does exactly what it says in the tin. He investigates it, whether it's going to come out being your, your, you know, your preferred conclusion or my preferred conclusion. Um, it's, it's, it's what someone's going to be disappointed regardless um, of, of what the conclusion is going to be. But that doesn't mean that he's the bad guy, you know. But the yeah. people who do come into this kind of this community who have full intentions of just proving you wrong constantly. Um, I've got no time for that. I really don't. I just, I don't get it at all. I'm not interested in it. Um, well, what's again, the saying? Somebody said, uh, I'm old enough that if you tell me two plus two equals five, you're right. Have a nice life. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. That's all right. It's just one of these things. And again, when that, that oh, night oh. where I was on the, on Temple Pier myself with, with the headphones in and just listening this is going to sound so cheesy again but there's a point where I was lying down just <laughs> by myself back on the floor looking up to the sky the moon came out and everything you know the, the, all the clouds had cleared it was just a perfect night and I was sitting there just like just smiling my eyes closed thinking I'm here right now in the banks of Loch Ness listening to one of the most famous bodies of water in the entire world, entire history of the world, in cryptozoology or natural history, that kind of stuff. And it was just amazing. And I don't care what anyone says to me. No one can take that away from me. No one will ever, ever take that away from me. And it was just an amazing feeling just sitting by myself. You know, for I was there for hours, Andy. I only recorded for an hour. Um, but I was there for a good three or four hours just by myself at night time. And it was just so refreshing. It was really, really nice. Um, so, again, it's not a spectator sport. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But I do have, obviously, more than one hydrophone. So I've always invited anyone that wants to come along. You don't, you don't have to sit with me. You can go with someone else. You know, have your own kind of peace and quiet. Someone else can do it as long as you hit record. Oh, Jesus, Kylo. Sorry, my dog. Jesus Christ. He just farted. That is rotten. I, we, they didn't pick up on the microphone. Jesus. <laughs> it can be shown on your face. Anybody listening via audio right now won't, won't see the one in Alan's face. It's not me. I would tell you. I would tell <laughs> I mean, you. I can't. I'm over here, so you could have got That's away with that. rotten. I didn't even know about it. Sorry. I shouldn't have said nothing. Sorry. That's <laughs> no, fine. It's fine. I mean, honesty, honesty is the best policy, Alan, always. Absolutely. Um, unless, wow. of course, you've killed somebody's dog and then... You know, find no, any excuse you can no, to, well, um, to cover over that crime. Uh, just before we go, just you know, thinking about the future of Loch Ness. Now, will mm -hmm. there be? Is there going to be another quest next year? 
or um, you know, is this something that might happen every couple of years, where the the press and especially the volunteers of the world can come by and look mm-hmm. for our beloved monster? So I don't know how much I'd share. Um, I, all I'm going to say is yes, it's all good news. Okay, okay. So there's it's more all good, good things to come. That's what you're saying. There's definitely more new, good things to come. And What's the space? Is, yeah, all I can say is that it's happening a lot sooner than I thought, oh, um, okay. which is really good. Um, I had a great, um, not interview, sorry, uh, meeting with with Amy. Amy's amazing. Amy's so good, Amy Todd. Um, she's kind of the, the main person I do with at, at the Loch Ness Centre. She is an absolute legend. She, um, see, for the Quest Weekend, I don't know how she did it. She did this incredible piece of work that in a short period, in a short that short space of time, um, if I was her, I would have been going mental, mm-hmm. absolutely mental. So hat off to her. Um, but it was really nice to catch up with her. I caught up with Adrian while I was there as well, which was really, really good to catch up with Adrian again. Um, I was really worried that he, this is me just being paranoid, but I, I hadn't seen him for a while. I'd been emailing him back and forth, been keeping in contact over the last couple of months, but I hadn't seen him in person for a long time. Time. I thought, oh God, have, have I done something? Um, but he, he's just been away doing his own thing, which is really good. He's not actually been in the country. <laughs> so it, it was great to see him again. Um, and Willie was there. We caught up with Willie. Um, but I had a really good chat with, with, with Amy in the Loch Ness Centre. And it was, I wish I could tell you more. But it, it's, it, it, it's good news. It's all okay. Okay. It's good okay news. So for anybody listening, Definitely something is going to happen. I like, could not tell you what it's going to be and when it's going to be right now, <laughs> even though I've pushed him and pressured him. But yeah. he will tell you, and I will obviously also report it uh, when yeah. it's about to happen. Alan, thank you so much for coming on. As always, it's been amazing Welcome to me. catch up with you about movies we like from the past and why we married our <laughs> wives. And, of course, Loch Ness for a little yeah, bit yeah. too. Thank Those you, are the three or four things that we need in life. That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> no, it's always been great catching up with you, Andy. It's been a long time coming. I've kind of I've yes. had to, what's the word, dismiss the last two, unfortunately. Um, no, but no, no that, been... that doesn't matter. That That's fine. And uh, and Andy's a homebody. When he's not out filming, in which he has been like this year, he's just in the house, bored and looking for things to do. So you're always welcome. Talk to the crazy Scotsman up North, that's it. Yeah, exactly. I'm to okay my Celtic brother I'm from okay. another mother up, up there. That's the it, my man. Yeah, that is it, my friend. But no, it's always awesome. always amazing talking to you. Always amazing. I'm excited. Friend. I cannot wait to see what happens with the with Weird Britain. I'm so excited when it comes out. I can't wait. To oh, watch it. Weird Britain. Yeah. Well, look. I mean, there's going to be. Uh, this is the thing about Weird Britain. Now we hadn't met in person until recently. Now I had actually lost about six or seven kilos recently, um, and. Uh, yeah, kilos, kilos. Oh, kilos! Wait, Sorry, wait, wait. Yeah, I put on a bit of dad weight. I lost about six or seven kilos, and of course, I'm seeing the edits now because I'm doing some voiceover. And Matt's sending me the edits and saying, "Oh, what do you think of the edit?" And it's so disappointing after losing so much weight to see that you're still fat. <laughs> <laughs> and I love. So the, the mission is the dad bod is going for series two. That so, was series one. It's just one of this. But I realize this: people don't think of you as being the way you think of you as being. They just think, "Oh, that's Andy. Oh, that's Alan. Oh, that's yeah, Steve." Yeah. Nobody's looking and saying, 
is that a freckle? And then slightly freckle on his left cheek. Nobody cares. No one will care. Um, no one nobody care. cares. But um, yeah, it was the first time seeing myself ex- for extended periods of time on on screen. You're not alone, man. Uh, like, yeah. The, the shot where it's, I think it's me, you, and Ken on Temple Pier walking to the walking. Boat. Yes. And there's a bit I'm going. Jesus Christ! I didn't realize how big my man boobs were. And there's, there's a yeah, picture. With, <laughs> honestly, man, I I. Any photo I see of myself, I'm like, nope, God, no. Oh, Jesus. Oh, well, that just goes to show then, because I did not notice that at all. Um, and I was looking at some of, of my own uh, photos. The other thing as well is that uh, you would have looked bigger because Ken's not really a very big guy at all. You're both and, very small. And I'm not very much bigger either. You're both very <laughs> so small exactly. next to me. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, what are you about? Six feet? Six feet tall? I'm, I'm about, I'm I'm about five eight. Just about five eight. Just. Five eight, yeah, five eight. So you know, it's uh, yeah, just 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 over five eight, maybe with the boots on, <laughs> five eight and a half. So um, never be. I love our conversations. I absolutely love this our is conversations the thing, because I mean, this is a Celtic disposition as well. So I never felt particularly short in Wales. Remember when I first moved to London, walking down the platform of Waterloo and just seeing these girls towering me, and then looking at their feet and noticing they were wearing flats. Just think, oh, fuck's sake. what <laughs> the hell Christ. is going on in this giant land <laughs> where all the normal sized people? That's and it. it's the same with That's our it. crew, like Matt, I think it's about my height, or slightly shorter. And uh, Carl, but Tim, not much bigger. Tim is six, six or six, seven. He's a big guy, so he just looks like some sort of weird, druggy Gandalf with all these little hobbits, you know. <laughs> <laughs> in trail, yeah, yeah. yeah, in trail, and then Angel Matt's wife is about four eleven, you know. Uh, so there was just oh, all she, this. Oh, like, she's lovely. Angel's lovely. Super, super lovely lady. There's all yeah. this little hobbit people, and then yeah. Tim, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Reading us to the mines of Moria. <laughs> so the next time you do a drone shot with all us walking, you down. Dun, dun, oh no, I was doing the Jurassic Park there for what's the Lord of the Rings theme tune again? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, this journey's been great. The Wee Britain thing. Yeah. I got to sing a song in the middle of the gorse in Avebury Druid Stone Circle the other day on a really out of tune guitar because they said you can sing too because you're filming, Andy. You're, you you sing. I said, yeah, I used to sing. And I worked out the guitar. I thought it'd be in the pub, and then suddenly they said you're up. I even tuned this thing. I said, oh, oh. Uh, I went out into the middle of the stone circle and sang and pretty much bombed, actually. And uh, because it was so out of tune, it was just hard to sort of string a tune to it. And although I was singing in tune, <laughs> it sounded out of tune because the guitar is out of tune, so I'm out of tune with that. And I just thought, well, hey, you know, we'll fix that in the edit. I'll record over it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I cannot wait to see it. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's going to be mad, really mad. Um, I should let you go. And uh, to anybody out there, Go to Loch Ness Exploration on on Facebook. There's a website as well, Alan. Is that right? God, it's been so many years that I need to actually get. Okay, it's, so Facebook. I know I say Facebook is a place. Yeah, just say Facebook. It's Instagram so annoying. Also, um, I do, but very rarely. I, I everything goes through. To be honest, okay. uh, um, yeah, Facebook at the minute. I do have the website there, but what I was waiting to do before I went live was to get more recordings. So okay. now that we've got the first proper big one, I think what we'll probably do is I'll go live with it. 
uh, in January the new year. We'll do that. Okay. Okay. Um, but that, anybody listening, that will be here in the link as well. The link yes. to Alan Knowledge pages, everything he's doing. Thank you, sir. And you can get involved. And uh, if you have lots of great equipment like submarines and submersible drones and LIDAR, just send them to him because he's happy to take care of for you. Send it to Alan. It's a good use at the lock. We will indeed, as always. <laughs> Alan, thank you so much, buddy. Thank you, man. Cheers, Andy. Bye-bye.